Tom Borelli is a PhD molecular biologist turned political activist and a Newsmax contributor. Deneen Borelli is the author of Blacklash and a Fox News contributor. They're the Borellis, exposing government corruption and championing freedom, giving you the truth in black and white. This is Reigniting Liberty. Hey folks, thanks for checking out Reigniting Liberty. I'm Deneen Borelli and Dr. Tom Borelli is in the house bringing you the truth in black and white. Folks, we have a guest joining us today, a great guest. His name is Mike Davis. He is the founder and president of the Article 3 Project and former law clerk to Justice Gorsuch. Mike, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. So we wanted to discuss the FBI raid on President Trump's home in Florida. There's there's just so much swirling around about it, and we do our best to keep people informed and updated so that they know what's going on. Uh, but I want to start off with your initial thoughts and your initial reaction when you uh, saw that this took place. Uh, what went through your mind? Well, I've been saying this since August 2nd when they did this raid. This is an unprecedented it's never happened before. It was unnecessary. Trump was cooperating and it was an unlawful raid. And it was an unlawful home raid of a former president for many different reasons. Number one, President Trump, any president, uh, call it Smith, the people who are Trump deranged, any president has the absolute constitutional right as commander in chief to declassify anything he wants for any reason he wants. Uh, he doesn't have to jump through any bureaucrats hoops. He doesn't need to get permission from the librarians at the National Archives, he can just do it through his actions. And that was confirmed by a 1988 Supreme Court case, Department of the Navy versus Egan, the Espionage Act, these other SEPA, uh, these other laws and regulations that apply to everyone else on the planet do not apply to the President of the United States as he handles classified materials. He is the classifier. It's his sole constitutional power. He can delegate it to others. And when he delegates it to others, that's where those other statutes and regulations kick in. And I'll give you an example. In 2012, March of 2012, President Obama got caught on a hot mic telling the puppet president of Russia, our enemy, that Obama would have more negotiating room on uh, nuclear missile defense after the 2012 presidential election. And that is highly classified information that President Obama relayed to our enemy. It's the most highly class classified information I can think of and uh, there was no home raid, there was no investigation, and there should not have been. He is the president of the United States. He has the absolute constitutional power to, to handle classified information however he wants. Uh, number two, under the Presidential Records Act, uh, the president has the sole determination whether it is a personal record that belongs to him or a presidential record that goes to the librarians at the archives and then gets sent back to his library. And that's confirmed by a 2012 a decision by an Obama-appointed judge related to eight years of audio tapes in Bill Clinton's sock drawer that Tom Fenton at Judicial Watch was suing to get. It was John Solomon at Just the News that broke that. So the the third potential charge, so there goes any charge, potential charge for theft, destruction, alteration of government property, because these are declassified personal records. And so the final charge they're looking at is obstruction. It is legally impossible, no matter what the evidence shows, for President Trump to have obstructed these investigations into non-crimes and telling 
the librarians at the National Archives to pound, pound sand, which Trump did not do. But even if he did, that is not obstruction of justice as a matter of law. And if you look at this affidavit, what's been leaking out of this affidavit, the, 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 the small amount that was unredacted, the leaks coming out of the grand jury, the illegal leaks coming out of the grand jury by the Biden Justice Department, even if everything they allege is true, and even if the Espionage Act applied to the president, and it, even if these are government records, there is no way that this evidence would amount to uh, uh, to espionage or destruction of government property or obstruction obstruction of these investigations. This is a fishing expedition by the Biden administration. President Biden greenlit this himself when he he paved the way for this home raid when he waived executive privilege for President Trump through his white deputy White House counsel Jonathan Sue, who was uh, colluding with the librarians at the National Archives and the Justice Department for three months. They lied about Merrick Garland not being involved in this thing. They lied to Newsweek about that. He was clearly involved. He, he authorized it. They lied about nuclear records to make this raid look more justified than it was. And they lied that the Biden White House, including President Biden, was unaware of this raid. These are all three lies. President Trump uh, it, it got this, this judge down in the Southern District of Florida to uh, consider a special ma master. It looks like she's going to appoint one. This magistrate judge is biased clearly biased they this magistrate judge just recused from president trump's civil lawsuit versus hillary clinton based upon a 2017 facebook post where this biased magistrate judge bruce reinhardt bashed president trump uh personally this all comes down to this guys that president trump has declassified uh, has a declassified personal copy of the crossfire hurricane russian collusion records the biden obama hillary fbi intel community clapper susan rice that regime knows that these records are highly damaging, politically damaging, and that was why they did this unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful home raid to get back these records. So, Mike, that's a that's a really great opening with with tons of comment uh, content, excuse me. But I want to get into this whole issue where uh, President uh, Biden removed President Trump's executive privilege. When he did that, or his lawyers did that for him, uh, was that the trigger that allowed the FBI to go in because the executive privilege was removed, and therefore, I guess, allegedly, those documents no longer had he no longer had the ability to go through those documents and pick what he wanted and and what he didn't want and what goes back to the archives. Absolutely, they paved the way for this. Home. President Biden. And his White House lawyers paved the way from this, for this home raid by waiving an executive privilege. We've had constitutional executive privilege for presidents going back to George Washington, nearly 250 years. And the whole point of executive privilege is so the presidents can get candid advice, whether spoken or written from their advisors, without having to be worried about being hauled before grand juries or Congress. And that's exactly what's going on here. Biden is eviscerating executive privilege to get trump they've done this this is part of a pattern they did this with january 6th they waived executive privilege for white house chief of staff mark meadows senior advisor steve bannon uh trade director peter navarro even white house counsel pat cipollone if the white house counsel doesn't have executive privilege with the president i don't know who would this is their derangement to get trump here is gonna it's it's bigger than than, than donald trump this is actually highly damaging to the presidency and President Biden is so dumb and deranged, he doesn't understand that he's going to be out of office almost certainly in January of 2025. 
And if it's President Trump or whoever else is the president after Biden, guess what they're going to do? They're going to waive his claims of executive privilege. So this is so short-sighted and stupid from President Biden. But, you know, what can we expect from President Biden? Because <laughs> he's deranged and stupid. He's Even before he was deranged, he's always been stupid. Uh, yeah, we always called him a fraud uh, if you go back through history. It was, but was that, you know, going back to the executive privilege, was that a precedent? Had that ever been done before by a sitting president, removing it for uh, a former president? I've never heard of that. And, and, and that, frankly, that should have been litigated. They should have litigated the fact that, look, if a current president can waive an executive privilege claim for their for their enemies, their the, the one they just defeated in the past election, uh, then... You know, executive privilege is meaningless in our country. The whole point of executive privilege is to preserve it so so all presidents can enjoy candidate advice with their advisors. And, and I mean, it's just, again, it's so short-sighted, but it's part of this pattern where Biden is doing every, he will destroy any institution to get Trump. He will destroy any institution like the Supreme Court for power. I mean, that's all they care about on the left. This is not Look, this is not our parents or, or grandparents' Democrat Party anymore. These are not liberals who love America and dis, just disagree with conservatives on the best way to get there. These are leftists. These are Marxists who hate America. They want to destroy America, and they want to destroy every institution. Well, but everything you just laid out brings to mind what we've seen in terms of the information with Hunter Biden's laptop and how the media squashed that. Uh, also, former uh, State Department head uh, Hillary Clinton, with her deleted emails and her private server, talk to us about the, the double standard here. We absolutely have two systems of justice in America, one for the ruling elite uniparty in D.C. that's mostly made up of liberals, but also the rhinos, the Trump deranged rhinos, and then one for everyone else. And we, we saw that with the two examples you just gave. There is smoking gun evidence that President Biden his son Hunter, and his brother James sold influence while Biden was vice president to foreign hostile foreign governments, including China and the Ukraine, right? 10% to the big guy. There's no question. And you, you had before the presidential election, the FBI refused to even investigate this because they said it would influence an election. Well, here we are 90 days out from the 2022 midterm elections, and the FBI has no problem opening up this unprecedented grand jury investigation into a former president, a routine dispute with the bureaucrats and librarians at the National Archives over a paper dispute with a former president, right? So Hunter Biden gets amnesty. They've made ten, tens of billions of dollars just because Hunter Biden has so much to offer these foreign governments. You know, it's his, it's his, his sharp intellect and, and uh, his razor sharp mind that he was selling. And so, of course, they're selling this influence to these foreign governments nothing happens to him. We have Hillary Clinton, when she was the Secretary of State, she had an illegal home server uh, with our most classified materials that was hacked by hostile foreign governments. Not an FBI raid, not even an FBI questioning of Hillary Clinton. And remember with President Trump, the Presidential Records Act was passed in the 1970s and it contemplated that former presidents have classified records. It doesn't distinguish between classified and unclassified records. And David Rifkin wrote a good piece about this in the Wall Street Journal about the Presidential Records Act. It started in the 19, it was passed in 1978. It was applicable to every president starting 
uh, with the presidential election in 1980. Before this time, presidential records were personal property of the president, and they took these records with them. And then with Nixon, Congress passed this law and said these presidential records are, uh, are presumptively government records. What happens with them is they get classified and sent back to the former president's library. And then again, we have this decision where former presidents can make the determination, this 2012 Obama appointed judge decision for Clinton sock drawer tapes that the president has the sole power to determine whether these are personal records that belong to him or presidential records that go to the bureaucrats and then come back to his, his library as the former president. And they, the Congress gives former presidents federally funded staff with security clearances for the former president and his staff secure office space or skiffs, secret service protection that guard the papers. This is not like these were paper records that were under secret service protection in the office of former president at Mar-a-Lago. These were not Hillary's home server where they were hacked by foreign governments. And we think we need an FBI raid with 30 agents to go down there and to get these papers because we were so worried that they were going to get into the wrong hands. If they were so worried these records were going to get into the wrong hands, why did they wait 18 months to go get them? Why did Attorney General Merrick Garland leak out that he deliberated for weeks to go get these? And if he deliberated for weeks, why didn't he walk down the hallway to the Office of Legal Counsel or OLC in the Justice Department to get a legal opinion on whether this home raid was legal? And the reason he didn't do that is he, obviously, presumably, he knows that this the Office of Legal Counsel would have would have told him there is this this Department of Navy versus Egan decision in 1998 related to the Espionage Act and the president's absolute constitutional power to declassify anything he wants. And then there's there's this 2012 Obama judge decision related to Clinton audio, Clinton's audio tapes. They, Garland knew he would have gotten the wrong answer. So that's why he presumably did not get uh, seek this OLC opinion to, before he ordered this unprecedented, unnecessary unlawful home reading. And we all, Newsweek reported why they did this. Newsweek, this Bill Arkin from Newsweek reported that the reason they did this is they wanted to get the crossfire hurricane and Russian collusion documents. You know, there's so much uh, confusion and it's kind of like the cloud of war here with respect to, you know, so many of these legal issues that, you know, a lot of people really don't understand. When it comes to declassification of documents, as we understand that the president has that ability, is there a process that he must follow? I mean, Cash Patel said he has done it. Then he had uh, Leon Panetta, former chief of staff and former, you know, CIA head and and the guy he also signed, you know, the document saying that Hunter's laptop was uh, Russian misinformation. So much for Panetta. But, you know, one side says the president has it. He did it. Then you have people like Panetta saying, no, he can't do it or he didn't do it. You know, where's the truth here? What is the process? The president can literally wave a magic wand and declassify anything he wants for any reason he wants. He doesn't have to report it to anyone. He doesn't have to get anyone's permission. Again, back in 2012, when Obama got caught on the hot mic relaying our most highly classified nuclear secrets to the Russian dictator, the Russian president, puppet president to, to Vladimir Putin, did, did, did Obama get anyone's permission before he did that? Did he report it to anyone? Did he declassify any records before he did it? No, he just did it. He can literally wave a magic wand. Now, President Trump did not wave a magic wand here. He actually declassified Crossfire Hurricane and Russian collusion documents no later than January 19th, the day before he left office, as evidenced by his presidential declassification memo. He absolutely declassified them, declassified these records, but the bureaucrats of the National Archives and the Biden Justice Department 
dragged their feet. They used the Privacy Act as the pretext to drag their feet, but these were absolutely declassified. It, the issue is, is that they were just not yet made public, but they were still declassified. So, so given that, what you just said, so like, why, why aren't Trump lawyers just writing a one-page note saying, or one sentence, the president had previously classified this, go pound sand. Why aren't we hearing, you know, these sorts of arguments? Because if it, if it stops there, there's nothing else to go forward. I think that you might start hearing that in the coming days. I, it, this, um, you know, I'm not on Trump's legal team. I'm a, right, I'm right, a Trump right. supporter. Uh, but I do think that you're going to see Judge Cannon uh, down in the, the Southern District of Florida issued that preliminary ruling that she was inclined to appoint a special master. I think once you get this out of the hands, of, out of that corrupt counter-espionage unit at the FBI, out of that corrupt uh, counter-espionage section at the National Security Division in the Biden Justice Department, and you get these documents into a, a neutral former judge or some other neutral arbiter to look at these documents, I think that that's when the Trump team will, will have the opening to, to tee up another Rule 41G motion or amend their 41G motion to make these legal arguments that we're discussing today. And then how how confident should Americans feel that where the documents are presently that uh, nothing nefarious will happen with them? I have no confidence. So look, the same corrupt counter-espionage section at the National Security Division in the Justice Department and the same corrupt counter-espionage section at the FBI has every incentive to make sure that these documents never see the light of day because these documents clearly show that they were corrupt. They, they, they made up this Russian collusion scheme to to affect the 2016 presidential election. And they want to cover that up. They don't want that to get out there. That's explosive. That's damning. Why would they want that to get out there? And they did this at the behest of Obama, Biden, Hillary, Susan Rice, and uh, you know Lisa Monaco, who's now the deputy attorney general. All these, all these people from 2016 who uh, per perpetuated the, 2000, the, the Russian collusion hoax are now running the cover up here. Yeah, with the uh, release of the affidavit, are you surprised that it was so heavily redacted? No, because this magistrate judge has the same incentives as the Biden Justice Department to make sure that they cover their tracks. Remember, they went down to Bruce Reinhardt. So Attorney General Merrick Garland deliberated. He leaked out for weeks thinking that, was, that would help him and actually hurt him. So he deliberated for weeks. He didn't get an OLC opinion, as we discussed. And that gave him the ability to judge shop. And he happened to judge shop for this West Palm Beach magistrate judge, Bruce Reinhardt, who just happened to recuse from uh, Trump's civil lawsuit versus Hillary Clinton on this exact same matter, Russian collusion hoax, six weeks prior. So what changed over that six weeks to make magistrate judge Bruce Reinhardt's obvious judicial bias under 28 U.S.C. 455A of the U.S. Code, under Canon 2 and Canon 2A of the judicial canons, what made that bias that clear bias, I mean, at least an apparent bias, if not an actual bias, go away over that six-week period where he thought he could rule and order this unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful home rate of a former president. And even if you look at the redactions or the unredacted part, that the, the unredacted part shows, wait, they did this home raid over a record dispute with the librarians at National Archives? Are you kidding me? That's what this comes down to is that Trump thought that he gets to keep his love note with the North Korean dictator and these crossfire, these de these declassified 
Crossfire Hurricane Records, his personal copy, and the bureaucrats thought that they were hit. So, I mean, that's the pretext anyway for this raid, but that's it. That's why this magistrate judge ordered this home raid of a former president. And so he has every incentive to, to cover his tracks as well. And that's why it's so important that Judge Cannon, the Article Three judge down there, actually resolve this thing with a special master. And they do this amended Rule 41G motion and tee up these legal issues that we discussed. Yeah, getting to the, the uh, special master, um, it, I mean, again, is, is it too late? Because the DOJ already has these documents. The FBI, is, they're already combing through all of this. I mean, is the horse already out of the barn with respect to saying whose who's documents are whose? Well, the Biden Justice Department is saying that, look, we've already done this. There's no need for this special master. Well, great. Thank you for doing your proposals. That's your first cut. Now we're going to have the special master go back in and do an independent review and look at what your proposals are and accept or reject them, right? So uh, I, I think it's good that they've had another set of eyes on these. I would have done this sooner. I would have done the Rule 41G motion sooner, but it's, you know, it's easy to be an armchair quarterback here. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on down there, and they're, they're, they have things coming at all different angles. So, you know, they, they the Trump legal team won a major legal victory with Judge Cannon saying as a preliminary matter that she's inclined to appoint a special master. And so maybe there's a method to the madness. So also, I, I believe President Trump or his lawyers have filed a, a, a Fourth Amendment case with respect to illegal search and seizure. I mean, the fact that they took President Trump's uh, passports and took uh, client privileged uh, protected documents doesn't that really support that the uh, it really was a seizure? We could go back to you know colonial times. That's what the British used to do: just walk in and take stuff. Yeah. I mean, they took his passports, uh, legal protected legal documents under attorney-client privilege. They took those too. Doesn't that provide for a real uh, solid case? Yeah, I mean, there are constitutional problems with this, separate from the statutory problems. The constitutional problems are that Trump's due process rights were violated because he had a biased judge uh, who ordered this this home raid warrant. They also did, a, they also, this biased judge issued a, an illegal general warrant. They, they sought eight years of presidential records, eight years. So uh, on its face, that's overly broad on its face. And then they did this home raid warrant. It's supposed to be, it was, it was not, uh, th that should have been the last resort. That should not have been the first resort. They should have Notified the National Archives could have notified Congress. They could have filed a civil lawsuit. They could have issued subpoenas. They could have worked. There was no indication after 18 months that Trump was going to like go burn these records in his you know fireplace. They even have fireplaces in Mar-a-Lago in Florida, but there, there was no evidence he was going to destroy these records. What what was so? Why was this unprecedented, unnecessary, and lawful home raid so necessary? Why did this biased judge issue this general warrant to do this home raid? It's just th this this. This warrant application was, is unconstitutional on its face. It's obviously unconstitutional. They sought eight years of records, every record from his presidency that he had. That's crazy. And what about Melania's closet? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They, they, and they broke into Melania's, you know, his, her underwear drawer, and they, they <laughs> broke into his safe. I mean, this is just, this is unreal. What this make, th th I know that it's Trump instead of President Smith, so everyone... Uh, it has Trump derangement syndrome, and so you know they want to justify what happened here. This, what happened here, makes Water Watergate looks small potatoes. This is 
Watergate on steroids. How concerned should Americans be if the federal government could do this to a former president and we now have, what, 87,000 IRS agents that will be uh, added to the bloated Washington. Uh, How concerned should Americans be, FBI, DOJ, IRS? So remember that the, 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 the... The administrative state, including the deep state subset of that, the intel agencies, the FBI, these are all leftists, right? This is dominated by Democrats and leftists. Even when Republicans take power, we don't control the deep state. We don't control the administrative state. These are controlled by leftists. And they have shown repeatedly, especially with President Trump, that they are more than happy to weaponize and politicize these law enforcement agencies and the intel agencies to go after their political enemies. We see this with President Trump, but we also see this with every grandma and goofball who trespassed and took selfies on the Senate floor on January 6th. If you're BLM, you can go burn down the federal courthouse in Portland. You can kill people. You can fire, you know, if you're an abortion supporter, you can firebomb abortion clinics. You can firebomb or pregnancy centers, I'm sorry. Uh, you can firebomb these pro-life pregnancy centers. You can fire firebomb Catholic churches. You can even harass and intimidate Supreme Court justices at their homes. Nothing happens. But if you, you know, if you cross the, the the Democrat Party, if you if you threaten their power, they will send the full force of the FBI after you. So one of my biggest concerns and. I'm not a conspiracy guy at all. My background, I'm trained in science. So I wait for data and then I'll extrapolate. But uh, I'm really concerned that the next step in this national constitutional nightmare is that they're actually going to indict President Trump. Uh, the New York Times had a long editorial recommending that. If you search it on your favorite search engine, you see indictment Trump, or I think even the Drudge Report today had Trump in an orange jumpsuit. So do you think they're going to go that far to indict the president, the former president? And if they do, is not part of their strategy to try to incite the Republicans, especially the Trump supporters, to go too far, like some did on January 6th. And that in itself may swing the election to the Democrats if they kept if they catch people going way overboard that they shouldn't. I think when they went in and did this home raid, they had every intention of indicting President Trump. They 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 listed three potential crimes and they said they had probable cause that President Trump committed those crimes. It's nonsense. It's legally nonsense. As a matter of law, he could not have done that as we discussed. And even if he could have done it as a matter of law. The evidence did, does not support probable cause for any of those three co- crimes, but that was their intention going in there is to A, to get back these damaging documents and then to indict him to show that, you know, to pretend that they did that, that they, they did this home raid for a legitimate reason. I don't think they expected the tremendous political blowback that they've seen over the last three weeks, three and a half weeks. And I think they're going to keep taking runs at it. They're going to keep leaking out from this grand jury illegally leaking out from the grand jury investigation they're going to keep you illegally leaking out from the affidavit selectively leaking out from this redacted affidavit that no one can see but them and their best friends in the in the press but i i if they have the chance to take out trump they know that they can't beat trump at the election 
uh, on election day. So they, they want to take them out. They, these are the same people, you know, pretending that they care about saving democracy and then right. they want to eliminate a, a presidential contender against President Biden and the Democrats. And before we let you go, Mike, tell us about Article 3 Project and also if there is something that we have not touched on, if you uh, want to tell the viewers and listeners about. I think you guys have done a very good job of covering everything. Thank you for having me on Article 3 Project. I started the Article 3 Project after I left uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee. I was the chief counsel for nominations for uh, then-Chairman Chuck Grassley, my home state senator from Iowa. I previously clerked for Justice Gorsuch on the Supreme Court and Judge Gorsuch on the Tenth Circuit. I was a civil litigator for 10 years in Denver, very happy, but I went back to the swamp because I've just seen through the Obama years and what they did with the Russian collusion stuff during 2016 that we are gonna lose our country and we need to start fighting back and we need to start using lawfare against Democrats like they use against us. And we cannot, we cannot sit back and take this. So we push for constitutionalist judges we fight for the rule of law and we defend these constitutionalist judges once they get to the bench. Yes, they have lifetime tenure. Yes, they have pay protection, but they're still humans. And the left constantly goes after them, constantly goes after them in the media. And now they're even going and threatening them in their homes. And so it's yeah. we need to fight back or we're going to lose our country. Again, this is not our parents or our, de our grandparents, Democrat Party anymore. This is an evil Marxist leftist uh, element that have, that has taken over the Democrat Party, and we need to stop it. I have one more question, actually. Sure. Uh, you mentioned Senator, good Senator Grassley. Um, obviously, Senator Grassley and I believe Senator uh, Johnson have talked about whistleblowers, FBI yeah. whistleblowers. To what extent could these whistleblowers really help get the truth out with respect to what they're doing to Trump and, and other matters? They should absolutely go to Senator Grassley's office. He has a big oversight and investigations team, and they protect whistleblowers. He's been doing this for decades. He's, he's the best investigator ever to step foot in Congress. He's the one who blew the lid open on the Obama, Biden, Hillary, Susan Rice, Clapper, uh, Lisa Monaco, Russian collusion scheme in 2016. FBI agents, the, the Democrats, the FBI director, Chris Ray, who's their puppet, uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, they came out there and said that if we criticize the FBI and the Justice Department, we're criticizing rank and file FBI agents. That is just nonsense. We have, as conservatives, we have tremendous respect for law enforcement, including the rank and file of the FBI. It was the Democrats who were calling them stormtroopers during the, the summer of love in June of 2020. Of course. <laughs> and so now, so this is nothing to do with the rank and file. This is the rotten political leadership of the Justice Department, the political leadership of the Biden Justice Department, and the corrupted counter-espionage section at the FBI. And Chris Ray is so weak, he's so pathetic, he lets the FBI run him, he does not run the FBI. Well, great discussion, Mike. Folks, Mike Davis, founder and president of the Article 3 Project and former law clerk to Justice Gorsuch, thank you so much for joining us. We do appreciate it, and please come back. Thank you for having me on. Folks, that's it for Reigniting Liberty. And remember, everyone has a role to play. What are you doing for liberty? Until next time. This has been Reigniting Liberty with Tom and Deneen Borelli, the truth in black and white. For exclusive video footage of these interviews, be sure to follow Deneen Borelli on Clout Hub at Deneen Borelli. 
And also make sure to visit DeneenBorelli.com. Follow Tom Borelli on Twitter, at Tom Borelli. And follow Deneen, at Deneen Borelli. Subscribe wherever you listen. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reigniting Liberty, the truth in black and white.